Uh, so I've got 30 seconds, you guys, and I'm going to go in there and I'm going to tell all about this fantastic movie that I haven't shot yet. What is the movie about? Grizzly Bears. Yes, thank you. Number two, we're ready for you. Now, unfortunately, we only have 30 seconds for you today. Please present your idea starting right now. The sound clip you just heard is from a GoPro edition slash practice for February 1st Friday's French Fest or 5F happening at the Art House in Goshen on February 2nd from 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. This is going to be a fantastic fest of improv, stand-up comedy, short plays, music, and who knows what else can happen. You can get tickets for individual shows for 5 bucks, or get a French pass for all the shows for 25 bucks. And hey, I'll be performing too. I got to talk to Addie Schmucker and Steve Frito about the French Fest, uh, GoProv, and 321 Go. They are doing some great stuff for the arts in Goshen, and I learned a lot by attending the audition and the little writing exercise and talking to Addie and Steve. It was a real great time. Sponsors. Mapletronics is a sponsor, and I work there. How long could your business operate if you could no longer use your software or connect to the internet? How much of your business data can you afford to lose? What level of productivity do your computer users need to maintain to stay profitable? If you'd like to talk to me about your computer network and know where you stand, you can call me at 574-537-5838 or email me at scurtis at mapletronics.com. There's no charge for my consultation or network evaluation. Give it a shot. If you're a business owner or in business development, you might have noticed how much harder it is becoming to get people's attention. As technology improves, the ability for consumers to choose when, where, and how they are exposed to a business's advertising or messaging improves too. Vala Marketing takes an interactive approach to getting and keeping attention using things like great social media, mobile-friendly websites and applications, search engine optimization, and original content creation. Vala can manage your entire digital marketing efforts on a monthly basis. If you're having trouble keeping up, would like to grow, or just need to figure out how to get people in the door or on your website, Vala Marketing would like to speak with you. Give them a call at 574-606-6696 to set up a free consultation or free audit of your digital marketing efforts. And by the way, they are very much on top of the changes in Facebook and how to reach people and how to put advertising in different spots uh, in order to get your advertising and your connections with your customers seen. Now, I know the podcast has been off the air for a couple months, and the only reason I can give you is I got busy and uh, it was very hard to manage work life, personal life, and podcast life, so I just had to step away for a little bit. But in two, tw 2018, there's going to be some more podcasts coming out. I'm not going to commit to a weekly podcast, but when I've got somebody to talk to, I'm going to put it out. And I do have a couple uh, interviews in the works, so you should be hearing some more from me. 
I was astounded that I had uh, over 100 downloads in December, considering I didn't put any new episodes out in December. So that means people are interested and there's still demand. So I'm going to keep bringing this to you because I'm passionate about connecting with people and learning and growing through that. And I'm hoping that you folks who are listening are learning and growing too, really highlighting the people in the Michigan area that make it better. So I'm still passionate about that. The podcast is back in full swing in 2018, and I really appreciate you all sticking with me. Enjoy this episode with Steve and Addie. Um, just a fantastic conversation. I had a lot of fun. Thank you. All right, Steve, Addie. We've got Steve Frito and Eddie Schmucker here, and they are the brains behind 5F. Now, first off, can you tell me what 5F is all about? Yeah, 5F is, uh, it, I'm a big fan of alliteration and also the letter F. So 5F uh -huh. is February 1st Friday Fringe Festival. Fantastic. Yes. So that's the first Friday in February. Yes. yes. And that is going to be held at the Art House in Goshen, which is actually where we're sitting right now. And Steve, thank you for inviting me to come hang out with you guys. I got a few sound bites, and I think the gorilla bit is actually going to be my ringtone. Oh, nice. uh, so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna cut that up, and that's going to be my ringtone, just the growling part. I, yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't a gorilla. It was a bear. It was a bear. Yeah. It was a bear. Yeah. But that's that's going to be my ringtone because I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, you let me sit in on a speed writing thing. Tell me tell me about the speed writing thing. Because that, that's a really cool idea. So the speed writing starts. Someone comes up with a concept, writes maybe a line or two lines, and then we go around, we'll have maybe three computers set up with different concepts. Mm -hmm. And we'll go around in a circle. Each person gets one minute to write the next thing in that, in that story. And then finally, after everyone does all three, we read them. So yeah. it, it allows us to, it's kind of... It, it's basically improv, you know, mm -hmm. an improv writing exercise. Right. I really had fun doing that. And the funny thing is, is I have an outline for a novel in my brain right now that I've been waiting to get started. And that actually kind of kickstarted that because oh, nice. Uh, nice. you have to actually sit down and write to be a writer. And... <laughs> And you can't you can't say it when you're just thinking about it. Yeah. So I thought I thought that was really fun. And thank you for inviting me to that. And thanks uh, for participating. Yeah. And you know, Steve, Steve and I have a little bit of history. We did a show at Ignition Music. How long ago was that? About it's almost a year ago. Almost think, a year yeah, ago. Yeah, I think March or something. I can't remember actually, but yeah, yeah it was last year. Yeah. And you were kind enough to invite me to perform at this. Uh, 5F deal here at the Art House, February 2nd, from 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. First Friday's spectacular. Yeah, yeah. It's a fringe fest, so yeah. it's, it's, we hope that uh, at 8 o'clock we're going to start out with the, uh, the 3, 2, 1, Go, which is kind of the writing thing that we did today with some short plays. But uh -huh. each 25-minute uh, uh, slot, time slot, we're going to get weirder and weirder. We're, we're, uh -huh. we're going to make Goshen weird again. Um, so at by two a.m. it's going to be uh, fringy and and strange yeah. and bizarre. So yeah, and I like you put me right in the middle of the weirdness. So that as far as time wise goes, I think that fits. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, so it's a combination of uh, acting, and uh, there's a couple singers. Uh, there are uh, a couple improv troops, mm-hmm. stand-up comedy, uh, and then uh, a script that's being read, and mm-hmm. then some bizarre things. Yeah. 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 And one of the bizarre things is this uh, uh, of Kelly Clarkson Frito thing. Yeah. And yeah. It's a it's a working process for sure. And that's totally ready. That's going to be the show closer, right? Yeah, that is indeed the show closer. That's uh, it's it's something I've had in my mind uh, for a few years, but it's uh, based on the scene from the movie Forty Year Old Virgin mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Steve Carell uh, getting uh, his chest waxed uh-huh. and uh, screams Kelly Clarkson uh, during that. Uh, so my uh, strange idea uh, using uh, a friend. Um, from Salon J to uh, come in on the stage here uh, and uh, apply some wax uh, to uh, certain areas uh, above the waistline and below the neck. Um, and then uh, audience members uh, can uh, donate uh, cash or Venmo or Square Cash uh-huh. um, to have their name, their own Kelly Clarkson moment. Uh-huh. Um, so I will, I will screen their name. I think that's a that's really, really cool. That's a fringe thing that yeah. uh, uh, I would I don't know why I'm even doing it. Yeah, and the, and the money that they um, donate for that is going for a good cause too. Right? Uh, yeah, band aids. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> band aids and styptic pencils. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I I, uh, I think Julia is qualified to do the the wax application. Uh-huh. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, it's it's it's. It's going to be weird, that's yeah. for sure. I've, I've had some waxing moments in my life, and it's going to be weird. And did you want yeah. to scream Kelly Clarkson? Uh, you know, I didn't even know who Kelly Clarkson was at that point. Okay. <laughs> she was probably three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, stick around for the show, and I'll gladly uh, scream uh, Michiana People Podcast yeah. or Scott Curtis or there whatever you, you want. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Uh, my Venmo's ready. It's okay. primed and ready, so I'm re- I'm ready to hit that. Well, the the higher the uh, the donation, uh, you get uh, first pick. Okay. <laughs> and I kind of have a feeling where people are going to target, but yeah, let's, let's save that for the stage. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I wanted to I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, you know personally your injury. You know, you fell and hurt yourself pretty bad. Uh, and it was a couple wrists, right? I, was, I broke both radius uh, bones in my arm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, did you have to have surgery? To I had surgery that? on one arm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How's that going? Uh, it's good. It's been uh, since Thanksgiving Day, uh, and and we're now approaching. Uh, well, it'll be from Thanksgiving to Groundhog's Day is my recovery time. Mm-hmm. So uh, my coming out party will be in February. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm recovering fine. Good. Mm-hmm. That's great. Can't I, do any heavy lifting, but yeah. I never did before. <laughs> So nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Yeah. No. So, Addie, how did you get started in doing improv? Well, actually, I mean, I first started was two years ago. I saw an open audition for Steve's uh, GoProv, and so I came to it and kind of started from there. That's how we first met. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's your background? Are you a Goshenite? I well, I've been here for about six years now. I okay. went to Goshen College. Okay. And then. I graduated about two years ago. Uh, yeah, two years ago. So that's when I became a Goshenite, I guess. Okay. I love so, it because the town is just filled with arts that you can just, you can say, hey, let's do this project. And you have people that want to go along with you on the journey to right. make it happen. And it's it's been proven around the country that um, by building up the arts in any town or city it just automatically builds up the city i think grand rapids is a big uh 
example of that because uh, Grand Rapids, you know, when I used to go, I, I used to work for a company that was in Grand Rapids and it was a shithole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so just to stay on topic. Yeah, sure. and, and now with the arts, it's totally changed. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful downtown area and everything, you know, there is art stuff going on constantly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's really funny is I'm from Mishawaka and I come to Goshen more for things than I do definitely Mishawaka. I mean, I go Goshen or South Bend usually. Yeah. And, you know, I'm at Ignition Music for probably, I don't know, 60% of the shows, as many as I can get to. And every time you come here, it's people are walking around doing stuff and it's not it's not a ghost town by any means. And they're, you know, nice young people that are, that are, um, contributing to the, the economy and contributing to the, the arts and everything here. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for considering me part of the young crowd. Yeah. I appreciate that. Well, compared to Uh, me, (laughs) but I think like Goshen, like for, for me, you know, 10 years ago, GoPro, this GoPro's 10th year. So 10 years ago, um, we really didn't have an improv troupe there. Mm -hmm. I mean, first Fridays were just starting. So, uh, it's like, if there's something that you want to do that you have passion to do, uh, Goshen will support you and get it done. Right. And and that's where this fringe fest is coming about. And, and this three, two, one go thing. Uh, it's just, you you find people that have like minds and, and passion and uh even if they don't want to be on the stage they'll support you and and help you get things done so yeah absolutely goshen is the land of opportunity yeah you know especially for the arts right and there's a great venue uh for knowing what's going on in goshen is that good at goshen magazine i just i i love that magazine because as much you know i work in goshen but I don't know everything that's going on. And uh, that good of Goshen magazine is really cool to keep up with stuff. Yeah, and it's easy to submit things, uh, whether it be, you know, just hashtags or submitting to uh, GoFridays and, and getting on on the pages for social media and websites. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really, you know, it's, you know, for our Fringe Fest, which is unusual uh, to be embraced by by parts of the community to say, hey, we haven't had this before. So yeah, we're going to promote it for you. We're going to share it. Uh, not every show will be uh, for everyone. And mm-hmm. some of the stuff will have mature content. But uh, the fact that we're able to put up a fringe fest in Goshen mm-hmm. is, is kind of cool. And maybe next year we'll have a fringier fest, yeah. you know, or, yeah. or, or two days. Uh, right now, I'm still, I'm impressed the fact that we start at 8 p.m. and we're going to 2 a.m. Right. And, and there are people that want to jump on the schedule, but we figured we'll stop at 2 a.m. this week or yeah. this year. And, yeah. and next year, maybe we'll, we'll go 24 hours. Yeah. Who knows? We'll do, do a sunrise thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. And really the French fest is pretty much the centerpiece for that, for the February 1st Friday, isn't it? Uh, for, for art house, for sure. Um, yeah. It's, you know, the, uh, it's, uh, Huga, Hugi. What is that? That Huga? That's what, what the theme is. <laughs> okay. So it's, yeah, it's it's like comfort. So February, you know, it's cold out. You want comfort. So yeah. you know, a big uh, big sweaters and and uh, comfy chairs and and soap and things like that. You know, so that downtown will offer opportunities to visit right. businesses. But as far as live events, um, right now, I think we're the only one, right? Uh, or at least the biggest one. Yeah. 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 And I. I, I just have to say how much I appreciate, you know, first of all, that you, you invited me to do the ignition thing. And then you came back to me for this one, because, you know, I started doing comedy at age 50, which is pretty weird. And because I'm a very, very late bloomer, 
<laughs> and and the fact that I know Steve nudged you to 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 call me the first time because you had no idea who I was, but um, that show was so cool for me, yeah. and I know this one's going to be so cool for me. And the the thing is, is I haven't podcasted for a couple months and I haven't comedied for a couple months either. So I've, I've got to really step up my game to get ready for February. A little, little rusty there. Yeah. yeah. No, I think again, it's, it's opportunity. So, you know, we, um, we don't, uh, want to, to shy away from folks that are, that are trying to start something, whether mm-hmm. it be a late bloomer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to encourage that and, and get people out there and, and you bring a diverse audience or an older audience, if you will. Um, you know, cause you're bringing all your family members, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, that's the cool thing about this event and, and Goshen. It's like, just we, here's an opportunity and, and go for it. And right. if you've got the drive, then, then, you know, we've got the stage yeah. and, and you're funny. So that helps too. Right. Yeah. Now, Steve, what got you started doing improv? Oh, good question. Uh, so for me, um, it, it really started in elementary school, um, connecting with teachers. Um, I, I would make them laugh. I would make my adult mm-hmm. teachers laugh. And I was never the class clown. I was like the teacher's favorite because I would make them laugh in a way that was like mature, but not, not uh, you know, interrupting them. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I, I found that if I can make someone laugh, um, it would be a good way to start a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that helped. Uh, then I, you know, started, uh, doing some, some theater stuff, some stage stuff. I mean, I was probably the funniest tree, uh, in, uh-huh. in elementary school. Um, but then, uh, later on in middle school and high school, whose line is it anyway? Uh, hit the airways, uh-huh. airwaves. And I watched that and I was like, wow, that's really fun. Uh, became a big fan of that. Um, and then fast forward, did some more theater, uh, and, at the time, there wasn't improv around here, uh, so I would go to Chicago. I'd take the train or drive up to Chicago, go to Second City, mm-hmm. and uh, got through that. And it was, it was. Uh, I didn't finish all the courses there, but um, getting to the point where I was like, I have enough knowledge, and we had this space here at Art House, and we uh, we did a show uh, called Survive This, which was uh, improv meets uh, the television show Survivor. Uh-huh. So we started out with like 10 or 12 improvisers, and each week someone would be voted off the island. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, came in second, by the way, but uh, it, was, it was a good competition. Yeah. Um, so the, after that season, um, still did going you, to Second City. Did you form alliances? Um. <laughs> Yes, okay. is the answer. Yes, we formed alliances and, and we had uh, hidden immunity idols. And uh, it was okay. really, yeah. it was really, uh, it was a fun, it was fun seasons. So we all had characters. Yeah. So it was kind of like a blur of improv and stage, but it was all uh, improvised uh, short form games. Mm. Um, so we did that and uh, I had the opportunity to say, you know, I want to do more improv. I'm tired. And this was right around like 2007, 2008, you know, gas prices were hitting like, you know, three, $4 and it was just costing more to go to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to the, uh, artistic director here, Laura Gouin, and she said, the stage is yours. So I was like, we're doing improv at, mm-hmm. at, uh, uh, was new world arts at the time. So mm-hmm. that's what started. It was an opportunity and, uh, we're rolling. Right. And yeah. you guys have performed, uh- quite you guys go more than just here at the art house oh yeah you're all over i know you're at the learner and you've been up in michigan yeah we play shows in michigan i mean we're for hire for one um Mm -hmm. we'll we'll do we'll do shows all over but yeah we've done a variety of locations uh some of them uh not 
conducive to improv, but uh-huh. uh, we put it on and we said, we'll never do that again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we like to play around right. know, more than just this stage. Isn't it kind of fun? And I, I don't know, Addie, if you've seen this, isn't it kind of fun to, I, I love to be in uncomfortable situations. I love to be in situations where um, it could be like a, even a, a, an angry audience or something like that. Isn't it kind of fun to go into that kind of stuff? Or how, how do you guys feel about it? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you probably know how to deal with with hecklers based on on comedy. Um, I I think there's when you have a little bit of stress, a little bit of anxiety, and you're like your senses are alert. I think that's really fun to improvise mm-hmm. because everything is you you can focus on that right. and you can deal with it. We had a, a heckler here once that who didn't understand that the, that we wanted their suggestions, but we didn't want their participation. Right. Uh, and this guy was just was really interrupting the show. And I called him on stage, got his name, and I was like, "Hey, we got a really special one for you. Um, so what we need is for you to go out in the hallway, and then we're going to call you back, and it's going to be a big surprise." Uh-huh. So we sent him out in the hallway. <laughs> I continued the show uh-huh. and about 10 or 15 minutes later, like the door opens and he's peeking his head in and he's like, uh-huh. Hey, can I come back in? And I was like, you come back in only if you behave uh-huh. and like got, got yeah. to that situation. And he sat back down and enjoyed the show. Right. Uh, you know, so for improv, it's fun because we do interact with the audience, mm-hmm. um, but it's not, you know, the same as the a heckler would be at a, at a standup show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of fun to have an audience that's kind of lukewarm or not real responsive and winning them over. I think, I guess that's really the goal for everybody. And that goes just want people to love you. (laughs) Well, you know, I really don't care. Um, that's not, that's not part of me, but it's, it's, it's almost like a, I like to get in front of an audience that, isn't really hearing me. Um, and by the end of it, they hear me. Oh, sure. That, I, that, that's fun for me. Um, it's also fun when they hear you from the beginning and everything's great too, but it's, it, it's more of a challenge to win people over. And, uh, you know, I've watched one of the things I like to do is I like to, you know, I really watch when you guys do your improv and I watch when other comics go up and I really like to see how they change and grow. Um, and I've seen a couple really young guys that go to the open mic that I go to that, you know, they started about the same time I did. And these guys are like 1920 and, and they, in a year, they are like five years better than they were when they started. That's really, that's really cool to see that kind of stuff. And understanding, understanding that when you get up there, you're not going to reach everybody, but you want to reach at least, 60% 60% of them. Yeah. That's that's really a good goal. So, Addie, what do you do in real life? In real life? Yeah. Well, uh, that's, a, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I would like to say, I mean, this is my main passion. I mean, I, I have other jobs, you know, that I do, but uh-huh. I really live to keep creating different projects or whether it's a three, two, one go, or if it's um, a music project I'm working on with a friend or whatnot, Mm -hmm. like this is really what I'm passionate about. Okay. How about, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, Well, uh, I want to be again, job wise, I would want to be anything that would allow me to still create Mm -hmm. whether that's, 
allowing me to create outside of my job, allowing time and the financial means, mm-hmm. or if that's a job that, you know, I can create with, within it, you know, mm-hmm. if it's, uh, giving lessons, you know, or whatnot, like helping others find their voice through theater, that would be a really beautiful experience to have, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess that those are my goals. And Steve, what do you do in real life? Uh, the same thing. Uh, you, you know, I improvise all day long, every day. Uh-huh. Um, you could, some could say it's sales, yeah. um, but really, um, I use, uh, you know, theater training and improv training, uh, to interact with people, build uh-huh. relationships and, and that, um, you know, just, yeah, I get right. paid to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you wear a mask? <laughs> Only if they. <laughs> It, oh, that's part of the fringe fest. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I think it's it's important for me. I'm not necessarily defined by my job or my company, uh-huh. um, but I I feel like having the opportunity to interact and and to create with others mm-hmm. that gives me more reward right. than than a paycheck does. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we need the means to survive. But um, you know, I when interacting with with you know different partners on stage or an audience, um, that to me is a check that is uh, you know. So so big that that warms my heart right uh it just doesn't pay the rent i used to act i mean my maybe three years ago i was like dead set on i'm gonna you know i have to make a, a living as an actress like push towards that go towards that if i fall short then that's you know that would that'd be miserable mm-hmm. but i realized that's not the right way to look at that because even if I don't ever get paid at it, it's it, there's a lot of value with it. Mm-hmm. Like what Steve was just saying, um, I think that's the the way to look at it, so you don't get discouraged. Right? Because it, it, you might, someone might be able to sustain themselves on their uh, what they create alone, but that's a, probably going to be a long process. And so, just to keep that love for it and the the reasons why you why you create mm-hmm. cash. I'm I'm totally jealous that you guys found this stuff early in life because I always appreciated music. I always appreciated theater. I always appreciated the movies I saw, and I really appreciated comics. That was uh, my... Everybody says, you know, their idols are like George Carlin and uh, Richard Pryor and stuff like that. Mine was Tom Dreesen, who you guys have probably never heard of. Yeah. And he's he's in his 70s now, and he spent most of his career um, opening up for Frank Sinatra, um, sure. a, a big portion of his career doing that. But he started out as the um, with Tim Reed, and Tim Reed was on WKRP in oh, Cincinnati. Sure. Yeah. He mm-hmm. was Venus Fife flytrap you guys are so young and he um he's a black gentleman and uh tom is a white gentleman and they were touring together as a duo and it didn't go well for him in a lot of places because this was the 60s and it it just wasn't it wasn't working for him and he really paved the way for you know um uh the cultural divide to to shift and change. And he did that. Um, you know, I saw him at age, I think I was about nine years old. I saw him on the Mike Douglas show. Again, it's going to be way, way out of your spectrum. Is that like Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. Except for it was during (laughs) the day and it was in the seventies. And, but I saw him and he, he did, he did a joke about, um, 
this guy comes up to him. Drugs were really big then, and this, and Tom never did drugs. And this guy came up with an amyl nitrate and said, "Here, pop this. It makes it feel like the back of your head's falling off." And Tom says, "Well, why don't you just skip that and hit me in the back of the head with a shovel?" <laughs> and that joke just floored me. So what I did this is this is prior to the internet. So what I did is I would get the TV guide and scour it for when Tom Dreesen was going to be on TV because he did Dinosaur, he did Mike Douglas, he did Merv Griffin, he did Carson, and I would scour that and I would sneak I would sneak up and uh, to, the, to our one TV in the living room and watch him on Carson and stuff yeah. like that. But I watched him so many times and I actually, um, not personally, but in, in a, a comedian group, I got to tell him about that. Uh, just oh, a wow. couple weeks ago, yeah. and you know, I wrote I wrote an intro. I just joined the group, and I got to tell him about that. And I had the joke wrong when I paraphrased it, and he came back with the joke. He says, "I haven't done that since like '77," and and uh, he uh, said, "This is what the joke really was," and did it. And I just laughed like crazy. But it was really cool to be able to go to one of your idols and and. Uh, Tell tell them how cool they were, but uh, and Bob Zaney's my other my other guy. I don't sure. know if you guys have yeah. ever seen oh, yeah. him, yeah. and he he's the one. I didn't really discover him until the '90s, but I've seen him probably. I don't know, six or seven times uh, since then, because he used to play here in the area quite a bit. And uh, but we got to see him. He played in Elkhart at. Um, I don't remember the name of the place. The one's moving downtown now. Oh, Five Star. Yeah, Five yeah, Star. Yeah. Um, just, uh, probably two or three months ago, he, he did that, he did that room and he's just, he, he's so snappy and he works the audience and that that's kind of what I want to get to is to yeah. be able to work the audience and get outside of myself a little bit. But, um, <laughs> I'm talking about myself a lot. And by the way... Hey, I, welcome to the Scott Curtis yeah. podcast where we talk about Scott Curtis. And by the way, I'm going to be a grandpa too. Oh, congratulations. Right. So yeah. I've actually known since Thanksgiving, but my daughter swore us to secrecy until she got through her first trimester. So now sure. I can actually tell people. So Congrats. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm stoked. Uh, Jackson Jagger will be in the world in July. Wow. Yeah. JJJ. Yeah. J-J-J. Yeah. J-J-J. yeah. And, and my daughter is Jessica Jagger. Oh wow! And her middle name's Jean, so triple J there. There's so many nice. J's. Yeah, yeah. So I'm 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 totally stoked for that. That's probably going to be part of my act. I think. Oh, I, I bet there's a lot of material there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How I'm afraid the gene, uh, the weird gene skipped uh, skipped a generation is going to hit my grandkid. <laughs> Well, that's, isn't that your job to mold your grandkid into the? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually working on a list of things to uh, show show my grandson, yeah. you know, punk rock and Monty Python and the Holy Grail oh, and yeah. stuff like that. You have that. to, you have to. <laughs> Sugar, yeah. <laughs> Lots of it, and then yeah. giving back to the parents. Oh, yeah. um, I want to circle back to um, French Fest, yeah. uh, and let's talk about some of the people that are gonna that are gonna be on stage, and some of the groups that we're gonna see. And sure. Go. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna start the night with uh, three, two, one, go, uh, which is the brainchild of of Addie. Uh, mm-hmm. You want to briefly describe that? Sure. So 321 Go, we mentioned it a little bit before, but it's basically we write our own scripts, or sometimes we just come up with conceptions and uh, improvise on stage. And we are a group of performers that we just, yeah, we perform our own scripts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three, two, or one minute uh, plays, so high energy, uh, 
oftentimes uh, we think they're funny. So comedic plays uh, oh. that three, two, one minute. So we're going to. They also, they also can be serious, bizarre. It just allows for a format that one uh, short attention spans. It caters to that mm -hmm. and also caters to a wide range of topics. Yeah. It's kind of like a tweet. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah, so 280 characters. Uh -huh. I don't know. Um, so we're going to start with three, two, one. That sounds fun. Do an introduction of that. Uh, uh, Carrie Lee will uh, be doing a piece. She's got a, a, a one minute show or one woman show that she's working on. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to do that. Uh, there's a couple of improv troops. Uh, Main on Main uh, from Syracuse is mm -hmm. going to be involved. Um, there's a new improv troupe uh, out of Warsaw. Everyone's Tiffany, so that'll be there. Uh, Scott Lehman from Tumbleweed Jumper fame and Dad mm -hmm. Jokes. Uh, he's doing a, a set. Um, we also have stand-up, uh, same Matthew Gage uh, from Indianapolis, who was part of that uh, mm -hmm. mission show. Uh, he Chris, was hilarious, yeah, by the way. Yeah, he's been yeah. working on his material, so that, that's yeah. going to be good to have him back up here. Uh, and then uh, Chris Ray mm -hmm. uh, will, will be there. Um, on Hell, um, Reyes will be doing a, uh, a play that he wrote. Uh, so he'll be doing a stage reading with someone else. Mm -hmm. um, and there'll be some GoProv interaction. Uh, Adrian Nesbitt, uh, who um, is going to be doing some some singing, some, I think, uh, jazz standards mm -hmm. or something like that. Uh, wow. or may maybe not standards. I don't know. Uh, it's a fringe fest. It could be, could yeah. be something weird. So she's going <laughs> to be singing. Uh, she's going to do uh, some, some singing right. uh, here on stage. And, uh, yeah, it's just going to be a variety show, mm -hmm. really. Uh, so it'll be $5 to get into one single show, um, or you can get a festival pass, $25, to see all of the shows from, from 8 to 2. Okay. It sounds like a bargain. And we need volunteers yet, too. Yeah. So if you'd like to volunteer, then right. you can get into the rest of the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. You just... So you need volunteers for like ticket takers, concessions. And yeah. And crowd control. You know, when, yeah. when you're on stage, we want to make sure that no one, uh, you know, attacks you or, or uh, throws uh, their, their <laughs> underwear at you or whatever, whatever stand-ups get. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so if you would be interested in volunteering, we have a Facebook event set up so you just write your name on there and we'll get in contact with you. Yeah. And that, that's a great way to see the show and uh, help out too. Yeah. Yeah. We want, uh, we want a, a nice lively audience, um, you know, and we want to make sure that everyone's comfortable. We, we have, uh, you know, obviously the concession stand will be open beer, wine, cider, uh, water, soft drinks. Um, so we want people to, to be able to get their drink and transition. So, uh, the format is, uh, we're going to start here, uh, at Art House in the Black Box Theater area, uh, for a 25 minute show of three, two, one. And then we're going to transition, uh, with those who have tickets to, um, the film area. Mm -hmm. uh, so then we'll do a show over in the film area after 25 minutes of that show, then we'll transition back. Okay. Uh, so volunteers will help coordinate that to, to make sure that everyone knows where to go and, and who's up next. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it'll be back and forth. So, right. you know, while one show's going on, we'll be prepping the stage for the next show mm -hmm. uh, just so that it's seamless. So really if you're down to, uh, to hang out at, at art house from eight to two, uh, there's going to be enough material and enough, uh, uh drinks uh, to keep mm. you going yeah yeah <laughs> that's really all i need yeah right yeah. Uh, now when i came in uh from from two to four were you do was this auditions or was this tryouts for GoProv or yeah I, we call it auditions okay. um it was auditions and practice it's really a playtime for us mm. so um 
We will, we'll, we, our practices, um, except for day of show, our practices are open to the public, mm-hmm. uh, with one rule. If you come to it, you, uh, you can't just watch, you have to participate. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was kind of a audition, uh, open practice. Mm-hmm. So we, we want people to come and if they think that they, you know, have what it takes or interest in, in improv, uh, to just get up and play. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So it was auditions and playtime. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool. I, I, I didn't know what I was going to be seeing and I thought it was really neat. Yeah. It's, it's fun, uh, for sure. And, and, you know, this year with the addition of three, two, one, go and, you know, just trying to make things a little bit unique for our 10th season, we want it to be, uh, different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then some, you know, we'll do some reunion, reunion shows and throw back to some of our, our earlier seasons. Uh, but it's, it's time to, uh, evolve a little bit mm-hmm. and, and make it a little bit more different. Right. Do you have any stories of people who, who came and they were kind of shy wallflowerish and just totally it changed their life? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there, every one of us, um, you know, has those moments, your first couple shows where, um, you're, you're timid or you're, you're in your head. Basically, you know, mm-hmm. we, we tell all improvisers, get out of your head. Uh, you're stuck in your head because you're not sure. Did I add to that? Did I follow the rules? Did I ask a question? Um, so we, we have, uh, you know, folks that have been with us, you know, for, for years that if you look back at some of the, the early footage, you're like, wow, I can't believe that person, you know, has come this far. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And myself being one of them, you know, just when I started out, you know, I thought, well, I have second city training and, and, you know, I've done a couple other other things on stage but i would get to the point where it's like i didn't mind interacting with the audience but i would go back after the show and go i can't believe i said that and like i'm the uh-huh. only one to remember that i said it uh-huh and it was be like yeah yeah uh, that, that didn't go very well uh but you just have to move on you right know? you just have to keep going moving forward right yeah I, I think that's such a it's so important the in your head part is so important for life because mm-hmm. if you go through life in your head you you just you miss so much yeah and paying attention, uh, actually looking at people when you talk to them and, uh, asking questions and actually listening to the question. It's funny when I first started the podcast, I actually had a list of questions and my goal was always to get to the next question. And I wasn't listening and I listened to my first few and it's, it's bad. (laughs) And then I finally started listening more to other the way other people do podcasts. And I had listened before, but when you start doing something, you kind of move away from learning and listening, and you just think this is a way to do it. And I, so I backed up and started listening, and you, you get out of your head and you start actually the goal of a conversation is to come back with more than what you came in with. Yeah, for and sure. and that that's what I try to get out of each each time I sit down with people that, you know, gosh, a light bulb goes on. I learned something and it makes me a better person. And then I can pass that on to somebody else. Yeah. I, I think there's great joy in those tangents. Like you, yeah. you think you're going one direction and then you find a nugget over here. Where right. You're like really right. dig into that. I said it earlier today and I, I strongly believe it that, that improv is life and life is improv. You know, I, mm-hmm. I mentioned that there's not a script for our daily interactions and you don't know what's coming your way. Right. Uh, and you just have to be able to, uh, to focus on, you know, that those interactions and, and listening for sure. And, and adding to 
to the conversation. Uh, you know, there's all the improv rules apply in life. Right. For sure. When you were uh, doing your second city training, was were there any famous folks going through that at the same time? Anybody that became famous? Um, not necessarily uh, that that I know. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people that are in the business now, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, no one that I know that was on Second City. Right. Now, maybe uh, sort of like right around the same time, um, there were there were some folks who uh, you know probably are on stage somewhere, uh-huh. but uh, no. Right. Sorry. I wish I had a better story. Yeah. I can, I can improvise one. Yeah. So this, I ran into Eddie Bryant. You know, uh-huh. She was at the uh, at the coffee stand. Yeah, no, I don't have any of that. Right. Um, but in my my class, uh, just following up with some of the people through Facebook and all of that, uh, there are people that are writing uh, comedy. There are people that are still in Chicago. People mm-hmm. that have moved to to New York and and L.A. and and we have some interactions. But um, you know, I I think. Fame, fame's interesting. Like I feel like GoProv is successful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like it's kind of a big deal for for me to be I mean, to to keep this going for ten years. Um, you know, so I could reach out to some of my my second city classmates and say, "Hey, I've been doing this," and they're gonna, "Well, it's Goshen, Indiana." But for me, it's a big deal yeah. to keep this going, to have passion, and to have people that are interested, and to change it up each time. Right. Um, so no, I can't drop any names. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> Steve Frito. Yeah. That dude, man. <laughs> What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. I uh, He's the most humble guy you know. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of a show that they did out of Elkhart Career Center called Beyond Our Control? Is that the um, is that the thing that was at the State Theater in South Bend? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They did a, I briefly they did a reunion. That. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was that was in uh, they did it. Uh, I think it was like late seventies through early eighties. But just about everybody who participated in that, and it was like a, it was a three, two, one type concept, but they yeah. filmed it and it was put on, I think it was uh, Sunday afternoons on WNDU. Uh, and it was a half hour show and it was uh, little vignettes, you know, um, oh. it, and they were, they were all humorous and, uh, some of them were longer than others. They had a couple long form ones that went most of the show. Uh, one was about this pet lamp that, that <laughs> went wild and became feral and it was, it was crazy. But they almost everybody who was involved with that is in the business in some way, nice. way, shape or form. And one of them is actually a friend of mine that uh, he was towards the end of it. And, you know, he's a, he's uh, a, um, DJ and uh, he did my daughter's wedding and, oh, okay. and sure. does that kind of stuff. But he and he does other stuff on the side. But he's he's a very big MC. You know he yeah. he he teaches the the master of ceremonies thing and does that type of type of stuff too. But it's really neat if you go to YouTube just look at beyond our control and look at what they did because it's very it, it reminds me a lot of the three two one thing it looks like they probably did that type of a, a rotating writing thing and uh threw stuff at the wall and and just uh yeah. put stuff together like that and and they were high school kids it's it's really it's really neat to see that yeah, like in improv, I don't think there's anything, uh, there's not much originality these days, but it's, it's kind of like, how do you take an idea and change it and make it your own? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, that R321, or Addy's 321, you know, the, it's in the universe yes. now. R321, mm-hmm. it's in the universe now. There, but there was some, 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 uh, content that inspired, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the idea and, and got it going. Right. Um, so we, we just want to make it Goshen-like. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, 
Uh, there's uh, you know places in Chicago that are doing similar things, mm-hmm. um, but you know not everybody can get to Chicago. We want to offer you know some unique art experience in Goshen and and do it in other places other than this state. Right. And we want to hear the stories that people in Goshen Goshenites have to tell. You know, so if if this would sound interesting to anyone, then I'd love to have you as a part of the team. Yeah. Yeah, we want all all backgrounds and 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 diverse experiences and and you know whatever you think is compelling, um, we'll use it. If you have mm-hmm. an idea, we'll we'll take that too. And it's it's meant to be interactive and and you know that group think comes comes to mind. You know where we can take that idea and collectively write something as we did today. Um, it's 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 a venue mm-hmm. uh, for for people to just play. Right. Yeah. yeah. The world is so tense right now. Like playtime is so important. Creativity. Was, that's exactly what I was going to bring up. And the fact that you guys can take serious subjects and lend a little humor to them. First, first off, I'm totally blown away by anybody that can do improv because my brain just doesn't work that way. And it, I just watch it and I'm like, oh, that's cool. And, but the, the big thing is, is man, the world is heavy right now. And it's, it's as heavy as I've ever seen it. And to be able to take that and put some humor on it and yet get a message across that allows people to think about it maybe in a little different way. It's, I think that's very important these days because we've got, you know, we've got the talk show hosts and they, they tend to take, take one side of, of, uh, an issue where in improv, you guys kind of take all sides yeah, and <laughs> you, you, it, it humanizes a little bit more. Yeah. I, yeah that's and, what I like. Yeah. And I, we also want to offer the opportunity for people to es- escape all of that. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we'll do some, some political stuff, but, but maybe it's just all bizarre and all, you know, animal stories and it's just an escape. You know, mm-hmm. art gives you many things. You can walk away and think about it or you can just go, I just laughed and I burned a bunch of calories. That yeah. was pretty awesome. You know, so yeah, that's the great thing about art. Each person's going to get something different out of it. Right. And, you know, we don't necessarily need you to, to walk away sobbing. We want you to laugh, you know, like, you know, let's just forget about the world for, you know, 30 minutes or an hour or whatever. It yeah, is no doubt. Just, just have fun. Uh-huh. And pay five dollars, right? <laughs> <laughs> or six hours, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, all night long. It's a fest. It's a fringe fest. It is, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I think it's going to go good. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for it. I think it's it's going to be uh, something unique, and and uh, if we can continue it, it'll be great. Yeah, right. Yeah, and and we're bringing in Matthew Gage is coming from from Indianapolis, mm-hmm. you know, so we're we're drawn a, a little bit. Yeah, you're coming from Mishawaka, evidently. So, yeah, yeah, we're getting out of towners and trek. everything. <laughs> I hope you can make it. Yeah, <laughs> all the way over. Well, I got I got to get Mishawaka and South Bend folks over here. It's there's there's a mindset for Mishawaka and South Bend people that going east is a long way for some reason. Even though the bypass is right there, and you can get off on 33 and come right into Goshen, it's 25 minutes. Yeah, and I. The mindset just is weird because I see Goshen folks in South Bend and Mishawaka all the time. Yeah, the buggies go that way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I rarely, rarely see Mishawaka and South Bend folks in Goshen unless I drag them here. Yeah. 
Yeah, there, I, I don't know what it is about Goshen. Um, you know, for for those of us that have helped build the scene, and I'll give myself a little bit of credit in that. But um, you know, we will spread the word and say, "Hey, there's there's so much opportunity here," mm-hmm. and, and you know, maybe it's difficult. Maybe it is the bypass, or maybe it's the trains, or whatever it is. But uh, you know, I think this uh, the Fringe Fest and other opportunities that we have will show those people that there's something for everyone. Right. Yeah. So we're looking at February second here at the art house in Goshen. You can park okay, your your directions on MapQuest or Google Maps are gonna tell you to park out front, but you can go around and park in the back. There's plenty of parking in the back and you can actually uh, that's the easiest place to enter is through the back there. Yeah. And there's a sign that says art house and we're gonna be going from eight PM to two AM on the second. Yep. And yeah, we'll probably open the doors around seven. Okay. Um, so uh, it, it is first Friday, so parking will be limited. Uh, the best parking lot is off of Third Street, but because it's first Friday, everyone will be in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, so that's why we'll open the doors early, uh, allow people to enjoy some of the first Friday activities, and then find their way up here. Um, if they do come in through the front, they can enter through uh, the. Um, wine cellar uh or the back alley mm. brewery there is uh, access to that um but yeah you're right come through the the glass door out back right yeah. right well i once again you know i appreciate you making me part of the show i appreciate you guys sitting down and talking to me about it and being part of your writing thing yeah. that was fun yeah i can't wait that, to share those that kick-started my brain a little bit so i really appreciate that addy and steve thank you so much for sitting down with me and i can't wait yeah absolutely you. you're welcome thank you scott